Hi guys, welcome to Talking with Aria. <laughs> do you feel stuck? My mom will tell you what to do if you feel stuck. <laughs> Hello, I forgot to tell you. We are on episode 176. on my way to go get my booster shots with my mama um so why not record an episode it takes me about 45 minutes to get to my mom's house so it's a lot of quiet time um so today I want to talk about David Goggins and um interesting because some of the, my clients tell me you know I don't really agree with how he speaks or like agree with his thought process uh, or whatever he coaches on like there's like um, a disconnect and um, it really is eye-opening to me as I'm listening to his story I'm still in chapter five uh, he's kind of ending the whole taking souls you know and uh, I feel like that taking souls process kind of equates to how I was terrified of doing strategy calls you know I prior to going all in in my business I was working at the business coaching company that I always fucking talk about <laughs> but it's my story so like I'm gonna talk about it so when I used to work at this business coaching company I used to buy all these courses to teach me how to grow my business you know at the time I was writing my motherhood book because I was going through postpartum depression and it was kind of like a project for about a year long. And um, so I wanted to know how do I sell it? How do I make money from it? How do I get exposure in front of people? You know, all of that. And one of the things in the programs that I would buy is that they would tell you to do every single thing else but the sales. And then the sales part was like a small portion of the actual entire program it was like a small portion of it and um, which is super lopsided now that I see what it really takes to grow a business and it and it should encompass really learning how to sell yourself like all of the programs that I create now is all around centered towards you know, getting comfortable with going out there and selling yourself, either through being visible, you know, working through the fears around visibility, working through the fears about being articul articulate enough to say your offer. You know, we talk about, you know, perfecting your pitch, having your offer stack, all of these things that help you really um, be able to sell yourself well. So a lot of these programs that I was taking kind of avoided the sales process. And I, it makes me realize that it's because they didn't do sales really themselves. They kind of automated their business where people would just buy these programs and courses from them, but really didn't do like contact sales, meaning they didn't really talk to people, you know, and maybe the way their business model was developed was kind of like from that standpoint of, um, you know, put out a program online or put out a YouTube video and then from there just sell the program on the YouTube video. Um, however, 
you know, as a coach and as someone who doesn't have the fucking time to wait to put out videos and then wait for it to come, like wait for these people to come by the course, you kind of have to close and fold the timeline. And how you close and fold the timeline is talk to people, right? It's literally, you got to actually say hi to people and say, hey, do you want to do a strategy call? This is what I do. That's how you fold the timeline. See, back in the day, 2018, 17, 16, 2016, all of those time frames, you know, the market wasn't as saturated as it is today where, you know, you got to put out more than one fucking video for people to actually start noticing you and you got to start getting unique with the way you present your ideas. And you also have to have a unique look to yourself as well, like to the point where people actually dye their hair and then people notice them as the person with the pink hair, you know. I remember I was like deep into this Akashic Records like information. If you guys don't know what Akashic Records are, it's like um, this thought process and theory that it's um, a set of books. Uh, it's like a library of information and it's stored in the ethers, right? Like up there where you don't see. And in order for you to access this stored information, these Akashic Records, um, you have to meditate and you have to be in that really high vibrational meditative state. Anyway, I was like deep into these Akashic records at a couple years ago, like really looking into them because that's when I was learning a shitload of spirituality. Mind you, my spiritual journey started 15 years ago. But when I heard about the Akashic records, I was like, what the fuck is this? And I kind of like went into this deep rabbit hole of it. Anyway, I ran into this guy he talked a lot about Akashic Records, but in it, he would he would say things that kind of made you look at the screen, you know, because I would what I do when I watch videos, you guys, is I put it on and I kind of have it in the background while I'm working. So anyway, I put on this Akashic Record video with him talking about where it came from, all this stuff about it, right? And he does this thing where it's like he'll turn his when he ends like um one of those points like those really powerful points in his talk he'll say something where like he'll he'll do this really weird thing where he'll turn his head and then he'll make this weird noise like um like that right there like like and then he'll turn his head to the right and then turn it back to the camera and it makes you look at the video it makes you look at the screen like what the fuck did he just do it sounded really weird but that's what it takes for you to start getting like a uniqueness part of you, right? It takes like that kind of level of uniqueness, that kind of level of creativity, that kind of level of like, like conversion. Like you need to convert people to like see you, right? See you in a way. So for me, um, when I was you know, working at this business coaching company and I was like diving into all of these courses and programs, they teach you all these things. Like you got to fucking grow your email list. You got to grow your followers. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do a Facebook community, you know, all of this shit, but they don't dive into the sales part as much as I see it's actually needed now in growing a business sales how to uh, articulate yourself, how to master your offer, how to um, move someone out of being on the fence, how to um, master rebuttals, 
how to deal with money conversations, how to deal with someone who changed their mind after they invested in you. Like all of these things that requires you to re-enroll your client or to talk them into working with you so that they can have a transformed and healed life and business. None of that was shown to me when I was growing my business. So therefore, it was really difficult for me to make money because I wasn't doing the thing you needed to fucking do. You did, they didn't teach us that. So what happens here is that, you know, it tells us that uh, a lot of these programs are avoiding the one thing. It's avoiding contact with people. And uh, that's really interesting if you think about it. So, you know, when you look at it from that standpoint of like what's missing in programs that is preventing you from actually closing people in your business, you want to look at from from it, look at it from the standpoint of, well, what do I need to do to close people? Well, what you need to do is you need to talk to people. You need to talk to more people and uh, you need to enroll people into your program. So it could look like all sorts of things. You could be you know, doing workshops. One of my clients does workshops and she also teaches her clients to do workshops. Perfect. Do that. If one of the things is doing outreach, that's what I do. I do outreach in my business and I go around and find clients to probably, you know, might need my help or even just do some sort of account um, engagement with their accounts and see what it is that really that they really need so that they can grow their own business and that they can be profitable in whatever it is that they are doing you know whatever it is that they are needing to have in their um, roadmap that's missing so a lot of the roadmaps that I've encountered is just the lack of sales, how to sell, how to close people, how to actually grow a business. Oh my gosh, I'm so like ballsy. Um, how to like become this amazing sales person. But all the while, you guys, like literally going out and being relentless when it comes to people telling you no like that is really it and you know it's like the story it's like the hero story of you know Starbucks trying to find funding because of this amazing Starbucks idea that they have, right? And they they go through so many people telling them, no, 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 coffee's not it, coffee's not it. And then, you know, 2022 comes around, even during like the crash when they had to close a whole bunch of Starbucks, they still managed to come out of that successful and still are the most known coffee brands in the entire world, Starbucks. So, you know, if they had failed, if they had been told no several times in their business, you know, hey, no, I don't want to invest in your business. Hey, no, sorry, I'm not going to give you thousands and hundreds and thousands of dollars. If they were like, okay, never mind, we would never have this Starbucks brand that we frequent pretty much every morning for a lot of us. If they had said, if they were, um, you know, if their goal was weak 
allowed these no's to stop them, okay? So a lot of the times people will say no. It's almost like, it's like a rite of passage. Getting no's is a rite of passage. People like fucking with you while you're doing your business. It's kind of like a rite of passage. People, you know, even like not aligned clients, clients who kind of like say shit to you that is like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like kind of shit, right? Like shit that's like super disrespectful, shit that's kind of like left field, out of pocket, like, yo, you need to shut your shit down with that attitude going on right now on the other side of this. And all of these kind of people, all of these lower vibrational people, right? Um, those are the rite of passage moments. Those are experiences that it's like, how fucking bad do you want it? Like, how fucking bad do you want this? How fucking bad do you want to be successful? How fucking bad do you want to become a millionaire? How fucking bad do you want to be the first millionaire in your family? How fucking bad do you want it? And, you know, a lot of the times we don't realize that all of the things that happen to us is because we're supposed to experience that. So it kind of builds character so that we can be strong enough to withstand a million dollar company. Because you know what it takes to run a fucking million dollar company? You don't because you don't have one right now. Right? So let's say if you don't know that, if you don't know what it takes right now, and there's opportunities for you to learn so you can develop character, so you can develop policies within your business so that when you are rising to that financial whatever, like financial uh, bracket of income, you know what you need to do. A lot of clients will tell me, hey, someone is back and uh, she wants her money back from the time we talked a year ago and uh, she kind of ghosted me. Now she wants her money back. What do you do with those fucking things? What do you do in those moments? I know what to do because I've experienced that shit. For million dollar companies, they have policies around all of that because they've experienced it. So if you are, you know, just kind of looking at your life and I was going to say shit, but um, if you're looking at your business and you're looking at like what you're doing and how you're growing and who you're becoming and all of the things that you're learning about your, your you and your own business and you're looking at it like, damn, this is a lot of fucking work. Yeah, it is a, a lot of fucking work. It's so much work. It's like over your head, a lot of work. And had I known how much work was going to be involved in growing this business three years in, um, I would still do it. <laughs> That's the funny thing. I would still fucking do this shit. I would still fucking quit my day job and still go down the rabbit hole writing my book, growing my podcast, eventually fucking doing all of the stuff that I do now. I would still fucking do it because it's so rewarding. I was looking at my numbers from the time I started, from the time I am even this year and from last year. And I've doubled my income from the time I've started, I've doubled my income. And just to see that I've been able to grow 50% in profits 
with just a one person running the show, one person running the show. And the only thing I've changed were two things, my price point and the time I work with my clients. Because in the beginning, I used to only work three months with my clients and they would go in three months. Boy, three months flies the fuck by when you have a coaching business. It is gone in a blink of an eye. And then next thing you know, you have to find more clients. Now, if you work with somebody longer with them, you are able to sustain profitability and you can actually guarantee transformation because you're with them longer. You're with them longer. 12 weeks with somebody ain't enough time. You think it's enough time, 12 weeks, but you're undoing years and years and decades of fucking bad habits. You think that 12 weeks is gonna fucking cut it? hell the fuck no it ain't even in business we're working on like negative thought processes we're unlearning financial habits that are not working for your business we're doing all sorts of like unlearning seeking approval and trying to make people happy all this shit around business all this like lower vibrational characteristics that you bring into your business comes from your life and comes from your childhood. And a lot of my clients, they range from like 35 years old and up all the way up to 60 years old, guys. And could you imagine working with a 60 year old and they want to work with you for three months and then they're like, yo, I'm not transformed. Well, that's because we're trying to do this work in 12 weeks and you have 60 years of ingrained habits in your mind, in your heart, and it's in your tissues, in your body. It's, it, it's all of this lower vibrational frequency is stored in your muscles, in, in the parts of you that we don't even know where it's at. It's in your heart. It's in your stomach. It's in your arms. It's in your legs. It becomes you. It, it becomes your frequency. See, now I'm talking more on more of the esoteric part of this. But the, the truth, and that's the reason why I do so much spiritual work. Because we can talk all day fucking long. But if you don't do the spiritual energetic work, it's going to be stuck in your tissues. And no 12-week program is going to help you with that. You know, six six months with me, I think I could help you transform a lot of your shit. But even then, you got to come back. We got to do more shit. Because what happens is we open up the can of worms. And it is a can of worms because it's a can of worms of your own demons. We open it up and there's layers. There's layer number one. <laughs> okay, layer number one. What do you do when layer number one is removed? Well, guys, there's a layer number two to that thing. All right, and some, some people got like 10, 20 layers, you know? And yeah, there you can see some results in the beginning. You know, some of my clients see some massive results where they sign on multiple clients at a time and they raise their rates, they see some profits, all of these amazing things. But what happens is that they are unable to sustain it. And the reason why you're unable to sustain it, and I learned this a long time ago from the, the book, Manifest Your Destiny by Wayne Dyer. You guys, this book, I was able to attract $50,000 into my life doing the meditations from this book. But anyway, one of the things that really um, is ironed in my head from this book is once you manifest, do you have the capacity to maintain your manifestations? It's easy to fucking manifest. 
it is easy as fuck to manifest. I was I was able to manifest that $50,000 when I was like 21, 22 years old. Young as fuck out here in Las Vegas. And what did I do with that shit? I blew that shit because I did not have the capacity to maintain and grow that $50,000. You see how important it is to work on your spirituality. You can fucking start a business today. Maybe in 2022, you started a business. What are you going to do in 2023 when you realize how much fucking work it takes? I'm year three into my business, you guys. And hadn't I experienced all the life shit that happened to me all the fucking failed relationships around me, even my friends that I no longer talk to that I sometimes frequent now and now and again, you know, all of the all of the families members that have disappointed me and I have disappointed them too. All of the children I birthed, okay, two of them. <laughs> I sound like I I birthed the tribe. I feel like they're a tribe to manage, but whatever. You know, all of that has allowed me to have the capacity to grow my business year after year, year after year. Three years in, I'm looking at my calendar and I am using my time wisely now. I am not overbooking myself. I am at a rate where I feel happy serving my clients. I don't collaborate with people that I don't want to collaborate with. And I collaborate with people who I do want to collaborate with. There was a time where I would collaborate with everybody. And energetically, I was expended. I do things when I want to do things. You know, I've structured my company where I take the last week off and I'm off. Hence, I'm getting my booster shot right now with my mama. I do my lives when I do my lives. There ain't no pressure. But the reason why it's like this is because I have gone through year one with all the shit. I've gone through year two with all the shit. I've gone through year three where now I'm implementing a lot of things that works and I take away things that don't. That's really all it takes is just to double down on the things that work and to remove and eliminate the things that take energy from you. So, you know, I always do this. Like, I'll always start the podcast with, like, sales, like, something, right? And then I transition into something else. But, you know, originally, I wanted to share with you guys that in order for you to become profitable, you got to do conversations with people. You got to talk to people. You got to do your outreach. You got to do your, you know, being able to say hi to people, being able to... um make contact with people, being able to listen and see what their problems are, being able to literally, you know, become that expert. That That is how I really got my confidence was when I just dived into strategy calls that first year into my business. I fucking did 100 strategy calls in a year and um, I fucking took it like a pro. You know, I got dirty. I got like, I rolled in the mud. I was like fucking it all up until I got it right. Until I realized all I needed to do was fucking listen. You know, there's so many of us that do strategy calls and all we're doing is worrying about how the fuck we sound. Like, what about the other person who needs your help? 
fucking listen to them. That's literally what happened to me. I just stopped worrying about myself and started listening. Like, all right, what does this person really need? How can I really show up? You know, what can I do to help this person with their problem? What kind of offer do I kind of have that's close to what this person needs? And this is how you be of service, unselfishly. The moment you start looking inward is the moment you start seeing how stuck you are. If you're worried about how stuck you are, that means you're inward. And if you are like, woe is me, I'm supposed to be there, I'm three years in business and I haven't done this and all of this shit, ah, la, 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 la. that's because you are looking inward and that's because you are not taking care of you. And when I say taking care of you, I'm saying taking time off for you, you know, turning off the phone when you need to, journaling, going out into nature, doing a bath if you need to, cleansing your soul. You know, one of the things that I love doing that is for me is doing a psychic reading. Um, uh, I did a psychic reading last spring and it was tremendous for me. And now I am incorporating psychic readings um, on a quarterly basis, you know, just like how my clients have a business coach, which is me, right? I am now incorporating um, a psychic to help and support me in my business and even in my life. And, um, you know, it's very helpful to work on your spirituality while growing your business. And it's no reason that I have, I have literally turned my business into more of a spiritual practice than it is anything else. But it's aligned with my energy. It's aligned with me. It's aligned with my intuition. I'm supposed to do this. I feel that this is my calling and this is my why. You know, people will ask like, what do you do? What do you do? Oh man, what do I do? Like shit, if you want to open that fucking box up, we can go, right? You know, like that kind of like passion, like, oh man, I can go in on that. Like, what do I do? I can go fucking in. Do you have time? (laughs) Do you have time to hear what I do for people? It's so funny now that I think about it. Because there was a time where it was like, what do you do for people? And then I would like kind of like go into a, a, a closet and like hide in a cave. Like, what do I do for people? Am I an online coach? Am I one of these like gurus who are creating like reels and shit? Right? Now it's like, oh my God, do you have time to hear what do I do for people? Do you have fucking time? Because I can go. I can go in on this, you guys. <laughs> God, it's so funny. I love it. It's so, so amazing. I'm so like, I was um, at the park with my kids this weekend and I, um, I just love taking them to the park. Now that the weather is getting better, um, it's one of my most favorite things to do with my kids is to take my kids to the park. I love like doing a picnic. I love, um, you know, seeing them run around. I love journaling at the park. I love doing my meditations. I love connecting to the light outdoors. I love, you know, expanding my light, seeing the light just kind of expand all the way out to the people, to my community. And 
And what happens here is that it creates for like a oneness. Again, I learned this oneness from the book Manifest Your Destiny by Wayne Dyer, where in order for you to get above your problems, you have to know that at some level we're all connected. You know, we have you have to know that at some level you, me, and the world is connected through a consciousness, a level of universal consciousness, right? And uh, there's a movement happening where people are awakening their hearts and their minds, where healing is is we're on a brink of universal healing. Right? And that's the reason why the pandemic started was to kind of awaken everybody and kind of put a pause on things. Right? People were forced to um, be home and be still. People were forced to take a look at themselves in the mirror. People were forced to look at their relationships and see which what was working and what was not. People were forced to take a pause on life during the pandemic, during that quarantine time, that first few months in 2019. That is not by accident. That is spirit working in the world for us. And so much healing happened. So many relationships ended to heal them. So many businesses started and boomed because that was a form of healing for people. Even my business is a form of healing for me. You know, being able to share my ideas and concepts and beliefs around things have, um, what is this Honda doing? What are you doing? What is happening? What is going on? What is happening? OMG, you guys. Oh. Oh, man. Talk about like one of the most like idiotic drivers I've ever experienced. Okay. Um, Send you love. Send you blessings. And send my love to myself. All right. So, you know, I don't even know. I just kind of went on a rant about business, spiritual healing, love. And then that guy decided to drive like that. Made me kind of lose my train of thought. All right, guys. I am going to check out. I'm at my mama's. So about 30 minutes or so, which is pretty good. I am out of here guys have a good day if you enjoyed this show please remember to subscribe like and share if you are interested in collaborating please send me an email info at talkswithmaria.com